Welcome to the RCPS Community Partner Cafe. We're glad you're here. This podcast is for parents, community partners, and anyone interested in learning more about education, child development, and other topics related to Rockingham County Public Schools, Virginia. I am your host, Katie Lapira, Coordinator of Community Engagement, along with school social worker Donna Delisle. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of RCPS Community Partner Cafe. Today I am joined by Chris Sowers, who is our Director of Transportation for Rockingham County Public Schools. Hi, Chris. Hey, good morning, Katie. Today we're going to be talking about some of the decisions that go into um, whether we close our schools for whether if we have a two-hour delay and kind of some of the information about our area and why some of these calls are, are kind of hard to make. I do know that this is always a popular thing when uh, we know that weather is coming. Just want to learn a little bit more from you, Chris. Sounds great. Let's start with uh, maybe if you could talk a little bit about the geographic region of Rockingham County and and kind of what makes some of our bus routes unique. Yeah. Rockingham County is the third largest geographic county in the state of Virginia. Uh, We're behind Augusta's number two. And then uh, there's a county on the southern border of North Carolina called Pennsylvania that's number one. So we're about 855 square miles. So we have a, a large geographic area that we have to cover and we have to check. So that that means when when we're talking about, you know, potential inclement weather, what what we may be seeing on say the the northwest part of the county and the Burkton Craters area may be, you know, completely different than what we're seeing down on the maybe the southeast area like in Grottos. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's something we hear of like when people look out their window, they're like, I don't see anything. And so that's something that we hear a lot. And and so how many um, how many buses are in our fleet and how many drivers do you have um, running either like in the morning or in the in the afternoon bus route? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, currently have about 235 buses in our fleet total. Out of those, we have uh, roughly 170 uh, regular buses that are on the road every day. And then we have about 15 sped buses on the road every day. In addition to that, we also have roughly 35 or so uh, what we refer to as our white vehicle fleet, which is our our vans and our cars that are typically transporting uh, sped students as well. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of wheels and people to be moving through the county each day. You know, we talk a lot about when we're making these these uh, calls about the timing of it all. Did you want to just maybe kind of go through your process and what you do when it when it comes to to making these decisions on the day? Yeah, sure. So a lot of it is trying to play weatherman is you know kind of predicting forecast and and looking ahead and seeing what the you know what the weather's looking like, right? So. You know, on a morning like uh, I think it was this past Tuesday morning when we ended up calling a, a two-hour delay and then we ended up canceling school altogether. I mean, that was kind of a worst-case scenario with the timing of of how things were happening, right? I mean, it was five thirty in the morning before we could really see any sort of inclement weather coming down. But then once we started seeing it, then we realized we we had some you know kind of we had some problems. So, but typically, you know, we're we're looking ahead days at a time, monitoring weather, seeing how what the forecasts are showing, checking on you know local forecasts, checking national weather. Uh, communicating with with folks that work for VDOT, you know, getting some information from them on what they're predicting, what they're preparing for, what they're going to have vehicles out on the road, you know, on standby, or they're going to be pre-treating roads, you know, that type of thing. You know, and then typically, let's just say that we're, you know, we're having some weather that maybe comes in overnight, uh, snow, sleet, whatever it may be, uh, then we're, it's usually a team of about three of us that are going out and actually physically, you know, 
driving around checking roads, right? So it's myself, our transportation supervisor, Travis Weeks, and then our shop foreman, Jake Good. And we each kind of have sections of the county where, where we'll go out, usually starting around 4 a.m., uh, and we'll start driving around and basically, you know, monitoring what we're seeing, right? As we we go basically from about four to five, we're we're kind of seeing what the what the roads are looking like, if any there's any slickness, you know, at that time. And then again, a morning like Tuesday morning where it was just kind of raining in most of the county, but you know, mainly the the western side from Browry Branch up towards you know Burkton and Crider's uh, Folks Run area, we were they had measurable snow. I mean, I think it was about three inches of snow in Burkton. So you know, so then it, it becomes. Around five o'clock or so is uh, typically when I start communicating with Dr. Shiflett and and we start talking about you know what it is we're seeing. He of course has been up at that point monitoring the the weather as well and checking forecasts. But we start actually talking about you know what what it is we we we're seeing versus what it is that the weather's predicting and and you know we're looking at the temperatures and how things are going to change in the next couple hours and if it would be. Uh, feasible to call a two-hour delay maybe and go a little bit late, or if maybe, you know, temps aren't going to rise enough and it's snowing and we need to go ahead and cancel school. The process also involves usually a day or, or maybe two days before. Uh, I'm in pretty regular communication with other division transportation directors as well. You know, and we're all kind of talking, so like Augusta County, Rockbridge, Shenandoah, Page, you know, so a lot of us are, are, are communicating about what we're predicting for our area, what we're seeing, you know, and then a lot of times we, we may, let's just say we have a storm that's moving from the south to the north, right? So then, you know, I'm talking with Augusta and Rockbridge because in the morning, because what they're seeing first is coming to us next, right? So then we're, you know, we're, we're talking with them. It's also a lot of phone calls with with our emergency communication center. So talking with the 911 dispatchers and seeing any any reports that they may have out on the roads, any uh, any reports from their deputies or citizens about inclement weather or, or you know hazardous conditions out there. And then whenever there there are certainly local delays or local issues from a VDOT standpoint, uh, they have folks in their offices here in Harrisonburg that are are able to take phone calls at you know four o'clock in the morning as well. So we're we're talking with them to get reports of what they're seeing too. So it's it's a a lot of a lot of moving parts, right? A lot of people involved and a lot of uh, you know trying to kind of see what we're seeing and actually make decisions based off of what we see. Of course, the priority is the the, the safety of all the students, the getting them to school safely. And uh, whether it's it's them riding school buses or, you know, whether it's them, you know, transporting themselves, but also, you know, all the, the teachers and staff and parents and anybody else who has to be out there. We, we of course, want to make this as smart a decision as we can to, to be as safe as possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that you all feel a lot of responsibility for that. Your staff, your students, are, you know, everything that's around there, it's a, it's a big lot to um, to take on into making those choices. And it's really good that you have such a network of, of people that you're relying on and a lot of the experts that are, that are out in the field. You know, sometimes we talk a little bit about, you know, how our roads are in our, our buses are a little bit different than maybe what would be in the Midwest, you know, where they expect snow a lot more. Um, can you talk to, to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah. So, so here, I mean, we, you know, we're obviously, we, we receive all four seasons, right, where we're located. So throughout most of the year, we don't really have any concerns. There's nothing extra special or anything that we do with our buses versus what would happen in, in, in other areas in the country, right? But in the wintertime, though, we do have to, you know, make sure that our buses are starting, right? So, so early in the morning, if it's going to be like next week, we're calling for uh, single digits one morning, right? So we have block heaters that are uh, that we install on our buses. They have power cords that go with them. We have, you know, extension cords that we have to plug into the heaters. And it basically just helps the buses start in the morning, right? So we, we keep those plugged in at night. So that's 
you know, an extra expense uh, that we have to pay, of course, to, to make sure that our buses are actually starting when we need them to every morning. We do have numerous buses still that have what we refer to as drop-down chains, which are essentially automatic chains on that are in, pre-installed on the buses. And it's basically a flip of a switch. The chains will drop down below the tires on the, on the rear of the buses to where they can get traction. So we kind of strategically place those buses, right, in areas where we know, like, Briar Branch, for example, Burkton, right? Places like that where we know we often have these back gravel roads that we may have more uh, weather concerns with in other areas. Uh, so then if the drivers need to drop them down to be able to use them, then, you know, of course they, they would if they had to. So. Well, you know, I just want to extend my appreciation to you and to all of your bus drivers. And I know that it's not uncommon for, for you to be out there driving those routes and, and some of your other colleagues as well. I just uh, want to make sure that that our bus drivers know that just how much we appreciate them. Um, and I do know that sometimes I want to recognize that, that these snow delays um, or cancellations can be a burden on our working families. But uh, just to reiterate the fact that the safety is the, our number one priority for our, our students and staff. But is, is there anything else you'd like to add um, that I didn't cover? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess I'll just kind of reiterate what you just said. Yeah, I mean, safety is is obviously the goal, right? Whether the whether it's it's May and it's 85 degrees and sunny and, and as clear as can be, or if it's, you know, three inches of snow out there. So safety, of course, is the number one priority for all of our buses, for all of our, you know, because they're transporting our students, right? So that's, that's what we got to focus on is make sure that we get those kids to school uh, and to and from school safely. So that's that's certainly the number one priority. Well, that's great. And so this is launching in January and uh, we have a few few more winter um, weeks or months ahead of us. And um, I just hope that this is helpful for everybody to understand uh, the care and the attention that goes into to making these hard decisions um, for our, our community. So, all right. Well, thank you, Chris. Yep. You're welcome. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to the RCPS Community Partner Cafe. If you would like to learn more about the information discussed on this podcast, visit us at www.rcps.net. If you have questions related to your own child, please contact their school directly. The information shared on this podcast does not substitute for advice directly related to your child. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, be sure to share.